Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. <laughs> this is the spot. This is the location. The place where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. And today we have Martina Balfoyle. She is, uh, uh, you know, she's doing something different. Um, there's a lot of different healing modalities, and hers is from Ireland. And so, you know, I got an Irish last name and my husband just is infatuated with Ireland. I want to hear about this Celtic heart healing. What type of modality is that? What type of um, learning or energy or feeling that you get from that? That's not the normal Reiki. That's not the normal hypnotherapy. It's something more intricate, more detailed. I want to talk to her a little bit about growing up in Ireland. What did that look like and feel like? What is she pouring into other individuals? And how are they going to rise above and not fall fail, uh, fall short of the glory? So let's welcome her to the show. How are you, Martina? Ooh. I'm wonderful, April. Thank you. It's such a, a privilege and honor to be here. And uh, just to share, yeah, share my story and to connect with all of you that are watching and listening. So thank you for having me. Well, I'm excited to have you. So tell me, how do you show up in the world? Well, I am 49 years young, 49 years on this planet at this time. Uh, I feel that uh, I have been around a lot longer than that. But uh, this particular journey began uh, in 1973. Uh, and uh, yeah, my parents are both Irish. All of my ancestry is Irish, and had the privilege and um, fortune to grow up in the in the green fields of Ireland, and uh, spent a lot of time roaming the fields back then. Uh, there was very little to do. We didn't have a lot of uh, shows on the TV, and uh, we had literally two channels, I think, back then. So I, I spent a lot of time in nature. Um, climbing stone walls and um, roaming and picking flowers and blackberries and uh, yeah connecting to nature and, and a lot of the time by myself as well so yeah very blessed my daughter went to Ireland and she said mommy I want to bring back a cute redhead boy and an uh, uh, what is it a highland cow <laughs> <laughs> yeah there were a lot of cows often stepped having <laughs> in cow dong as we call uh, it again. Yeah. so but she uh, said that it is so magical because it's so green and lush and she said the people are so kind um what do you love about your heritage there and growing up ah i love i love the the culture of the people the warmth um the music the traditions the the ancientness of it uh 
there's so much, um, you know, in, in Ireland. It's a very, very, very special place. Um, the only part that I probably didn't enjoy and probably one of the reasons why I chose to move uh, away was the weather. Uh, for me, it just rained too much. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I really felt the calling to, to move to a warmer climate. So hence, I ended up in Australia. Um, and believe it or not, April, uh, it was 26 years ago today that I landed in Australia for the very first time. So I'm celebrating 26 uh, years here. Happy anniversary there. I've yeah. been to Australia. And Australia is a very different place within itself, too. Uh, the yeah. culture is very different. The landscape is different. It's Well, it depends on where you are, but it's drier, uh, yes. more of the bush. So, and, you know, the, the, uh, the culture. So... How was that for you? How was that transition for you? Was it a big adjustment? Yeah, well, I came here at the age of 23 and uh, and, and I married the man that I came here with. Um, so I was lucky to have um, come with somebody and we had only planned to stay here for 12 months. Um, back then, you know, we, we came on a working holiday visa and uh, never really imagined that I would be settling down here and calling Australia home at all. Um, but I just fell in love with the country and um, the magic of Australia and really um, saw the, the opportunities that were here. Um, but again, you know, it, it is very difficult tearing yourself away from your roots and from your family. And that was definitely um, and has still continued to be quite a big part of my journey you know my parents are, are in Ireland I haven't seen them for almost four years and that's oh. um, that's really tough well yeah you guys had the lockdown from hell during COVID boy you couldn't yeah you couldn't do anything we had a little bit of freedom but it was very very difficult during yeah. that time what did you find out about yourself? What did you learn about yourself when we were in life? Well, was, the last two and a half years have been probably the most transformative years of my life. Uh, I actually separated from my husband just before um, COVID began and uh, was still living with him uh, in the same house. And uh, so we, we sort of went on that journey together and, um, you know, we're navigating our, our separation and, throughout this whole process, um, I feel that um, I've really found more of myself than I ever did before. Uh, and I think a lot of people did. I think COVID was definitely a big reset for many people. And it gave us time to stop and to really evaluate what was important in our lives. So um, I was actually out of work for five months um, in the first round of lockdowns in COVID. And so, mm -hmm that's when I started going within a lot more and, and when I really, really got the call to get back and, and to start my healing work um, in a much bigger way. And uh, so about 18 months ago, I, I actually left my husband and, and moved into an apartment by myself. And then in December, I decided um, as a single mom with two teenage boys, I just decided that I had to start doing this work that that mm -hmm. I just felt like people needed me and they need guidance right now. And I felt the, the calling so strongly that I had complete trust that um, this is the right thing for me to do. And um, in, in this whole time, I've, you know, I've, I've changed. I've lost probably 30 kilos. Um, and uh, I know lots of people put it on in COVID. I actually lost, lost weight. Uh, and I, 
I feel that I just blossomed. Um, and well, I want to I want to pay you the utmost compliment because you were able to consciously uncouple and still be there, not scratch each other's eyes out, be there for wow. your children. Um, yeah, a, a very difficult time, and yeah. blossom from that. So tell us a little bit about the work that you do. So the work that I do has evolved. Uh, I I started my probably my spiritual journey a, approximately 20 years ago. Uh, I've always been very connected to, uh, you know, the other world and the unseen world, but um, probably really seriously started delving into it about 20 years ago. And then it wasn't until about 10 years ago that I, I realized that I had the ability in me to, to do this work. And so I ferociously absorbed as many books and um, modalities as I could. I, I started out with Reiki, actually. I did Reiki one and two, um, but I didn't really practice it for very long. Um, and then I did some crystal healing and I did a modality called Serenity Vibration Healing Technique. Uh, and then I actually mentored with my, I was an apprentice, I suppose you could say, with my my mentor, um, who was a, an amazing spiritual healer here in Sydney for about five years. And then when I stepped into my own self, I had to, I had to really stop and, and ask myself, what is it I wanted to do? How did I want to show up in this world? And I got complete guidance that everything that I needed was within me, that I didn't need any of these modalities to do any anything, that all I had to do was be this vessel, this conduit for the divine and for the love that's coming through me um, and really just allow people the, the space within themselves to reconnect with their own spirit, their own essence, their own heart, their own truth, and to really just help them melt away all of the distortions all the the beliefs and all these patterns and programs that they've picked up along the way um where they're feeling so lost that they can't see themselves for who they truly are oh. and that's that's all i want for people is to see how amazing and how powerful and how beautiful they are they they're all these divine all of you guys all, right. um have these divine beings and We've forgotten how to find ourselves. But Martina, you know, and I like to keep it 100 mm -hmm. with people. And you have, you lived there near the bush and you had mm -hmm. a lot of tall grass and iron. You've got to get through the weeds. You have yep. to mow all of that down mm -hmm. so that you can become anew. And yes. that's terrifying for a lot of people. You've got a great, you know, you've got great modalities and great skills, but they've got to show up and do the work. And if you're fearful of what you're going to uncover, because you've got to, you, you got to pull the covers back. You got to pull the covers back before you can heal. What do you say to that person that's terrified right now? Yes. And, and I, you know, I, I totally resonate with that. Uh, there was times in my life where I, I felt um, totally, totally lost and, I was relying a lot on food and alcohol to suppress all of these feelings that I was having. And I, I really didn't know how to get out of that. And the fear of even, I, I remember actually knowing that alcohol wasn't serving me and being absolutely terrified of um, letting go of having alcohol in my life. 
And when I actually stopped drinking, I realized, oh my goodness, like this has just brought me so much more clarity and peace and um, so much more energy. Like, why didn't I do it sooner? Um, but it was the fear that was stopping me. And fear is, is real. Fear comes up for all of us. And I've learned um, how to really step through that fear and, and that in every step is to face that fear realize that it's just a story that we're telling ourselves it's in our mind it's really an illusion and when you actually just kind of say well I'm just going to do it anyway that that getting through this fear has got to be better than staying where I am mm. you know you've got to realize that you've got to have change and fear is a catalyst for change when fear comes up you know that you're onto something you know that there's something there that's actually going to change your world because it ignites an emotion yeah, yeah. You know, um, and, and we are emotional beings. So, you know, there's a lot of stigma behind women, substance abuse, be it alcohol, food, drugs, whatever it is. And it's an additional layer of shame. Oh, because, yes. You know, we're a, we're a woman, we're a mother, or we're not supposed to be doing this. And somebody catch you out of sorts you know this the speech is slurred or you know you don't wake up or you look dishuffled it's very very hard for women do you find that 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 women have a, a harder time with that than than men uh yeah I, I I do think so and and really I think um you know men do also suffer from it as well but um yeah, shame, shame and guilt and blame are, are huge in our society. And, you know, I, I was brought up um, Catholic Irish and they're, um, you know, they're amazing at um, making us feel um, so much shame and guilt for, for um, just being alive at times, you know. So we, we have a, a collective, um, you know, consciousness of, of shame and guilt that sometimes that we tap into. But when we carry that within ourselves, um, it really stops us from loving ourselves and it stops us from um, from feeling that we deserve anything in life, that we deserve something better because we just feel so much shame that we are then feeling not, not worthy, not deserving and exactly. not loved. Um, well, and you feel like you're not enough. I hear that all the time. Yes. What, you know, what is enough? <laughs> we are, you know, we're empty vessels. Yes. And we just keep refilling ourselves. We will never be full until the day is done. Yes. And so when I feel that sense of not feeling enough or not feeling deserving or worthy of something, and it still comes up for me um, all the time. Um, and, you know, it rares its, its um, ugly head. Um, here there and everywhere I get triggered as well when something happens and and go into that and so when we get these triggers uh and we stop and we realize that oh why did I get triggered there oh that's a wound that I had you know from when I was a child um of of not feeling good enough um and I actually what really helps me is to remember that we are all fragments or pieces or um you know beings from the same source we are all part of this higher um, consciousness and we are all connected we are all one and we are all so worthy not one person on this planet is not worthy of love and worthy of being here um, we have all come onto this planet 
for a specific reason, each and every one of us right Absolutely. now. Um, and we were chosen. Well, but what do you say to the person that is, uh, you know, fighting against the religious doctrine? And now you're talking about energy and spirituality. I know that they go hand in hand. But a lot of people think that, oh, well, she's turned, you know, to this world of woohoo, you know. <laughs> how do you how do you make them feel comfortable? Because again, you understand that. And I'm sure that you still believe to some degree in your religion, I would assume, only because that's a part of who you were. You were indoctrinated. You've evolved into doing something else. But what do you say to that person that's on the fence? They don't know if they are in contrast or in complement. Yes, yes. And I, I do. I, I have, um, I come across clients all the time that are a little confused and unsure. And sometimes they're afraid of, of you know, their religion or their faith has, has actually made them afraid of working with spirit. And, um, you know, it, it really takes me some time to, to allow them to know in their heart that um, they can, they can trust me and trust the energies coming through me. Um, but I, I, believe that there is truth in all of religions and there is good in all religions but there is also a lot of distortion and a lot of rules and regulations and um abuse of of the the, the right. people's faith and i you know i know that it's a very sensitive topic and i don't want to ever um judge anybody for for whatever religion or faith that they have but for me, when I when I came away from the Catholic faith, I I was very confused. I remember feeling that I was religious. That's how I felt. I felt spiritual. I felt connected to God, but I the the Catholic faith just didn't resonate or align with me anymore. And when one day I actually went to a healer, and it was like everything kind of came clear to me that um, it was like I was in this little closed box. And then all the, the walls of the box fell away and I realized that there is so much more to the spiritual realms than just the specific religion that people are, um, you know, following or believing in. Um, and that, that when you kind of drop all the rules and the, you know, the, the corruption and the distortions away, um, that it's all part of a much, much bigger picture. If that makes so sense. All mind control. Yes. Yes. All mind control. And when you open yourself up to uh, receive a direct download, you know, direct from source, not direct. That's it. Between the, you know, none of that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's an aha moment. And that's scary too. Because you go, what is this? You know, this this is the unfamiliar. Yes. I am walking into something. How do I navigate this? How am I responsible? Am I in contrast to what I believe in? Is this the devil? You know, mm -hmm. are people really lying to me? Tell me a little bit about your modality. What do you do with people? Is this talk therapy? Is this, you know, because you said that you, you know, you use crystals and, and energy work. Tell me a little bit about what it is if I was in a session with you. So yes, there is there is an element of 
counselling, I, I suppose. Um, I'm not a qualified counsellor, but I do uh, channel, uh, I, I believe, wisdom from my, from my higher self and my I am presence and um, really want to know how the person is, where they're at. And each, each session is completely different, really. But um, once we've established where, the, where they're at, and what's going on in their life I can pick up lots from from what they say and their body language and um, and then uh, I either take them on a journey into the Akashic Records through a meditation and we do some clearing and healing in the Akashic Records um, which is the, the Akashic Record is your soul's library and contains all of the information of your soul's journey and it's a very beautiful, safe and powerful space to work in. Or uh, if I'm doing a face-to-face -face healing, then I um, place the, the, the client on, on a table and connect with them with, with my hands on their, um, I usually start at the feet and I tap into the, as, as you said, it's it's pure source. So I, I with the assistance of my ancestral lineage, my right. guides, um, my um, you know my my team, and also the the person who I'm working with, their ancestors and their uh, guides as well, and I just allow that energy to come through me, and uh, sometimes it guides me on a journey through their chakras, and I can see um, you know any blocks or anything that needs to be released in, in their actual energy centers. Um, sometimes it might be deep ancestral clearing that I have to do. Uh, I, it's all intuitively guided. And I, sometimes I literally just really step out of the way completely and let the energies do all of the work. And it's actually quite challenging because, you know, my ego is saying, well, I must be doing something. I've got to be doing something, but um, I absolutely trust now that I'm literally just the vessel and the conduit and I, I step out of the way completely and that's trust. that's a big $25 yeah. word <laughs> yes. it, because it has yeah. to be trust on both sides because again keeping it real when you open up these portals and you open up these channels all energy that comes through is not necessarily positive mm -hmm. um, so, so, what you, so what you have to do is you have to buffer that, you know? And so what do you do to clear yourself? What do you, what do, you do to take yourself down um, so that you are clear and you protect yourself as well as the energy that you're transferring into your client? Yes, and it is super important. Um, and I've, I've learned discernment over the years as well. And I... Uh, I've been shown that I am a very pure uh, channel, that my heart is very pure. Um, I actually work a lot, and this this is um, quite woo-woo, but I work a lot with um, the dragon um, energies at the moment. I have discovered uh, really quite recently that I, um, yeah, I, I, my, my medicine animal is a white dragon, and the energies that I connect to are extremely pure, extremely powerful, and I'm very, very, very protected. And I know that in every single moment, 
Um, I have actually got a massive amount of protection around me because I'm here to do some serious work on this planet. Um, and I, I actually have been shown that since I was born, I have actually had a, a really, really big team of guides around me because um, of the the work that I, I'm here to do. Um, well, let, me, I, let me jump in here one minute and talk about the dragons. <laughs> because uh, again, I'm open to a lot of things and I went on a meditation a couple times. I haven't been back, but a couple times on a meditation on the back of a dragon. Mm -hmm. I did not really realize how powerful that was. It's, yeah. hypnotic. It, yeah. it's hypnotic. And if you get someone that can really kind of, you know, take you down, 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 and you're on the back of this, you know, and you feel the fire and you, you roar up and you have the courage, all that, uh, it was a trip. <laughs> yeah, it, it was definitely a trip. And, you know, I, like I said, I'm being totally transparent. I don't know if that's a trip that I want to go on all the time. I don't know where that's going to lead me because I could also see for me only how I could also be manipulated in that space because mm -hmm. it is transformative because mm -hmm. it is hypnotic, you know? So mm -hmm. I kept a barrier up. I'm really good with my own meditation. I'm very good with source. And I do have a very strong religious doctrine. So when I got in that place, I wasn't comfortable mm -hmm. with just letting go with that. Now, again, like I said, everybody's different. I'm not, you know, your experience, you got that big old dimple showing. It must have been off the chain for you. You was like, woo. <laughs> and that's good. And I was like that at first too. But as it started to, to as I started to go back and kind of think about what I went through, and I re-listened to them, the meditation, to what the person was saying, how they were taking me there, how the breath and breathing was a lot different. It wasn't that slow uh, inhale, exhale. It was a fast syncopation. It was like, yes. and that was a trip to even go into that space because I had never did my meditation like that. It was like, mm, you know, you got to be yeah, all yeah, yeah you know, in the zone, but somebody's taking you at a faster pace, it was a trip. It was definitely. Yeah, breath work can activate a lot. Um, there are people who actually have, you know, hallucinations through breath work. It's, yeah. um, it is very, very powerful. It releases um, DMT in, in your um, pineal gland and, and yeah, it can really activate a lot. But the, the breath is extremely powerful. Um, you know, I practice conscious breath a lot and, really um, knowing that every breath we take is from the divine and every breath we breathe out, we are breathing it out into the world. It's our soul signature frequency. And so when we really tap into the breath, it's, it's very powerful. Well, I mean, the breath was the very first gift. That's the gift of life. Exactly. You know, and when you die, you take your last breath. That's right. Yeah. So there's a whole lot that goes on in between. Yes. So let's go in between and find out a little bit, some fun things about you. If you <laughs> were an animal, what animal would you be and why? Oh. A dragon. No. <laughs> Is a dragon an animal? Ah. It's a mythical animal, but. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And you know what? 
because there was a lot of dragons back in Ireland too. So that's the- right. And I'm realizing the connection, and yeah, the, the it's all kind of making sense. And um, and and a, yeah, there's a lot of dragons even going back to Atlantis and what was right. going on there as well. So there's a lot of um, yeah dragon energy throughout history, really. Um, but if I was I, yeah, and is a dolphin an animal? That's a mammal, isn't it? Well, you could be be a dolphin. Why would you be a dolphin? I love the ocean. I um, absolutely, when when I'm in or near the ocean, I feel like it is the connection between heaven and earth. I I just, it's for me, it's the most magical place. And it's where I feel this sense of being home because I feel like I'm really in my space of being this in-between worlds and I'm a little bit fearful of the ocean when it's too rough and the waves get too strong and I would love to be a dolphin and just be able to go out and um and just ride those waves and swim and go underwater and and I just think they're the most um you know heart-centered um you can just feel the so smart. From them so smart. and they're very smart too yeah um exactly. yeah um what brings you the greatest joy not your kids not your work (laughs) okay I love to I've got lots of things that I love but the first one that came up was to sing um I absolutely Mm -hmm. love singing and uh when I sing I I, and I'm not I'm not the best singer in the world um but um, I absolutely, um, yeah, just love, especially in a group. Um, you know, I sing a lot in the shower and at home and in the car. But if I sing with people in a group, um, like Kirtan, I don't know if you've ever done Kirtan, you know, they call and response, the mantra singing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Um, or just, you know, I have some friends and sometimes we light a fire and we just sing around the fire and um oh it just lifts my well in ireland that that's a very um that's a very cultural thing that you do that you get together again do you play an instrument i wish i i wish i did it's probably one of my biggest regrets (laughs) i'm taking not too late that's right guitar lessons then girl that's a hot mess (laughs) ah well me too i've got a guitar here but it needs tuning you you can tune it online there's no excuse you can tune it online (laughs) and you know what it is uh it's brain stimulating it it stimulates a different part of your brain so i encourage that now if you were to have three wishes what would they be anything goodness uh unlimited First-class travel anywhere in the world is a ticket to first-class travel. So I could visit sacred sites and visit. Um, I just have this um, yearning to to travel and to connect with different cultures, different ways of life, different um, parts of the world. I just think we're we're on this earth to experience all of it. So, um, and I've done a lot of economy. I've never flown business class or first class oh well honey let me tell you i came first class i've flown first class internationally a few times but i came to australia with ellen degeneres 
Wow. And I got in one of those little pods on Quantum Airlines, honey. <laughs> Let me tell you, don't you fly any other way. Yeah, it, yeah. It was the little pods and they, you know, you can sleep relatively comfortably. They serve you food. They had this beautiful lounge. Oh, that Quantum Airlines is quite the business. Yes, yeah, so that yeah. that would be incredible. Like, and yeah. And um, so second would be, I would love my own healing center uh, or wellness center or a place for community to come, um, for families to come for weekends, for workshops, for fun, for connection, for healing, for, um, yeah, for a myriad of things. I would just love to have a space in nature where people can come uh, either stay the weekend or the week or just come for the day and to really be nourished and to, um, you know, find. You, know, you are, you know, that's the work that you do. Mm -hmm. You can put up some, a big tent, mm -hmm. put it out there and start, you know, you smart, you start intimately. Yeah. And it yeah. will absolutely blossom. So I can definitely see that happening for you. Yeah. yeah. All I need is some land, really, you know, yeah. just some, yeah. All some you have land. to do is make the ask. Somebody, yes. Somebody's out there. Are you listening, Brains? She needs yes. some space. <laughs> Brains, That's right. Our um, space or whatever, let her come and trick it out and, you know, work with you. And get it done. So we're making the ass right now. And what's your thought? Yeah, and that's the thing. I realize that, you know, um, things can come to us in a myriad of ways. Um, you know, it's not always necessarily just from money or from... Right. Non-traditional. You know, they can. It can happen any way, shape or form. Um, and my other third wish... Uh, that's a dirty one. I see that's it. A... <laughs> <laughs> I see you. What's he do? What, is, what does he look like, girl? He must be a hottie because that dimple went deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? You've probably hit the nail on the head there. That that would be it for me. I would, I I would love to find my um my divine other. Yes, absolutely. Um right. and. Uh, I, I look forward to that. I, you know, I, I just think that that would be a beautiful um, journey to take with somebody. And I, I don't believe that we're on this planet to be alone. I believe that we're meant to share it with, with someone and to, um, to go on this journey and to learn from each other and grow from each other. So I, I am absolutely, um, yeah, that would be my third wish was would be to do, to find girl, my divine draw, girl you got to draw it out like a map yes exactly what you want but also with that you're going to have to look at what you're willing to adjust what you're willing to accept because there's no perfect package no that's right there's no perfect package and because you have this insight and this energy and that white dragon mm -hmm. <laughs> you know you're going to be able to um, to find, you know, who you want, but you're also going to be able to really reveal that now that you've done the work and see who they are yeah. and what, the, what value they're going to bring to you and those two boys. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about your boys for a minute. What are you, oh. into, what are you talking, what are you pouring into them to make them better men? Cause it's hard for a woman to raise a man. 
They're incredible. They're like my youngest is almost 16 and my eldest is 17 and a half. And uh, last weekend, uh, you know, it was Halloween. Was it last weekend? It was Halloween. And they were here and my eldest was a girlfriend. And she said to me that her mother said to her when she met Luca that she wanted to find my phone number and to ring me to congratulate me on raising such a lovely young man. And I was like, oh, my God, that is the best thing I could possibly hear. He had um, he had brought flowers for his girlfriend. And, um, you know, I, I just thought, oh, wow, like how, how beautiful is that? And I really don't. I, I don't feel that I actually do anything. It's it's how I am in my own life and how I, I show them um, how to show up in the world. And because I've done a lot of the work, um, it's amazing when you do this healing work and this energy work, how it ripples down through your children. Um, and I am so grateful. You know, you mentioned earlier when I separated, we did it very consciously and very amicably. And... Um, you know, I think the boys have seen how how it can be done, and um, they have seen that we've we've both um, shared love with each other, and um, we've always respected each other no matter what. And I, I just think that they've learned from us. Not, I don't really feel like I do anything magical with them. Um, when I, I I spend time with them, I talk to them about you know emotions. I tell them it's not. It's not um, bad to feel emotions, that it's actually a beautiful thing to feel emotions. And I never tell them to not to cry. Um, and I just always say to them to tap into their hearts and ask what their heart's wanting them to do and wanting them to be. Because, you know, that's, that's a key indicator yeah. of relationships is how a man treats his mother, mm -hmm. how he looks at his mother. Mm -hmm. I know when I mean, I've been married 38 years. And I adore the breeze that keeps him cool. Yes, I do. Oh, I looked at how he nurtured his mother. And my mother came and lived with us. It was real cool. She lived with us for 30 years. Everybody had their own space. It wasn't no problem. But I looked at how he loved my mother. And my mother was, she was dying. And it was hard for her to take her medicine. And one day I came in here and he had bought those little puddings and he would trick her. He'd put the put the put her pill in the pudding because it was hard for her to swallow. And then she, he'd say, okay, is it in this one? Is it in this one? And they laughed and they giggled. And it was just such a beautiful thing to see him do that, not only for his mother, but for my mother. And there was a certain amount of love that just radiated through the room. And I feel that with him. And, you know, my daughter... You know, the, the same thing I said, when you find a person, you want to see how they treat their extended family, their sisters, their cousins, because that's a key indicator of how they're going to treat you. It's that epigenetics, it's that intergenerational trauma. Yes. Are they trying to break that chain? Is that, you know, is that the weakest link? Mm -hmm. Or are they trying to link it together so that you stay together? Yeah. So you have to honor all of that and you have to look at that. Um, it's very yeah. important. And I think that you've been so revealing and just so gracious. And I thank you for everything that you're doing in the world. Um, and, you know, just being honest and true to yourself. And that's going to radiate in every aspect of your life. 
So thank you so much, um, Martina, for being here with me on the edge. Please tell my brains about your current um, offering that you have. You're going to have a, a group that's going to be starting here soon. I want to hear a little bit about that and how to get in contact with you. Well, um, so to all of you beautiful brains out there, I am yeah, I'm beginning a 10-week course called Love Yourself Free very shortly. And um, yeah, it's going to really be a, a transformative uh, 10 weeks of working very intimately with me um, and, and a group because I love group energies. I think we all learn so much from each other when we work in a group. And that will be diving into lots of ancestral healing, healing the mother wound, the father wound, uh, doing some shadow work, doing some very deep uh, work with shadow, with the inner child, um, amongst a lot of other um, tools and tips. I, I really want, um, you know, to be able to share um, my the things that have helped me in my life so that you then can go off and on your journey and you're not reliant on somebody. I, I just don't want to have this codependency. Um, I really want to um, empower you with gifts and, and tools so that you can uh, evolve and grow in your own, your own space and your own time. So that's what I really want with this course. Um, and opportunities to work with me one-on-one -on -one, um, as well and you can connect with me on Facebook and Instagram I'm I'm in the process of changing my name from Celtic Heart Healing to Celtic Heart and Soul uh, so I, I'm launching a website very very soon as well um, so I will share perhaps April I don't know if you can add it on later oh, on yeah, absolutely um, what yeah. we'll do is we'll put we'll put your current contact information and when it evolves and it changes yeah then we'll go ahead and do that too. You know what I also hear, my download to you, is I hear you doing audible work. Yes, right. Not, not necessarily a book, but maybe some audible programs because you have a beautiful voice inflection. Maybe you could do some um, some Irish chants. And oh, I see, we'll talk offline. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it's definitely because that's why I decided to create my website is because I do a lot of meditations live. I actually have a group here that meet every Tuesday to meditate. And um, I do a lot of my Akashic Record journeys on online and I, I actually have recordings. And so I definitely want to do more um, meditation, healings, um, Akashic Record readings, recordings. Um, I wanted... I would love to do for children and teenagers as well to help the children um, with anxiety and bullying and stress and all of the things that, that, that children have to um, go through as well and teach them some little tools and tricks to help um, them ground and, um, you know, look after their energy too. Well, I mean, because it for centuries and decades has been corporal punishment. Okay, well, if you don't listen to me, then I'll beat it into you. And that's not what we have to do. We have to give them options. We have to give them choices. We have to give them life skills so that we make a kinder, gentler world. Because right now, I'm concerned. Yeah. I'm really, yeah. really concerned. And so you're doing a fine job, though, because you got two fine young men and you mm -hmm. look really happy. And I'm so glad that um, you will be that dolphin in the sea. Maybe you're a mermaid. Maybe I am a mermaid. I am Pisces, so. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so wonderful having you here on the edge. Brains, go in, check it out. I tell you guys all the time, what are you afraid of? Are you afraid to be free? Or are you free to be afraid? Mm -hmm. You have to ask yourself. Question yourself. Do the deep dive. 
get into the ocean, get your feet wet, um, because it's very important that you uncover and discover as much as you can on this journey. This is not it. And whether you believe me or not, this is not it. But the it that it is, make it the best that it can be. I love you. Thank you so much, Martina. You're the best. Thank you so much. Uh, Praise. Have a beautiful evening. Have a good evening. You too, baby. Bye-bye.